Well, here we are back at the kitchen table one more time. So good to have you here. Oh, what a beautiful day it is. And I just want you to listen to this clip. And depending upon how old you are and where you were raised, it may, in fact, uh, ring a bell. of the big bad wolf big bad wolf big bad wolf who's afraid of the big bad wolf fa la 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 well you're probably wondering what in the world arctic eric what is happening at your kitchen table. Well, let me start by saying thank you for joining me today at the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric. You can uh, send me an email if you desire at arcticeric, arcticeric at hotmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. I am one of those people who enjoys walking, and I try to walk at least 10 kilometers every morning. I've had a really good week this week, as I've well exceeded that uh, every day. So my weekly total is quite awesome. But that's something else again. I'm very thankful that uh, at the ripe old age of whatever I am, I'm still able to get out there and walk and chat with those that I walk with and when alone, listen to the Word of God and hopefully have uh, something to reflect with you about here at the kitchen table. Who is afraid of the big bad wolf? Seems like there's a lot of big bad wolves out there. And of course, out of this story, there are several different themes, but I just want to take up one idea right now, which is what came to mind when I first thought about this song a couple of mornings ago, out on a walk, and I think I'll develop it further in another conversation here with you at the kitchen table. You know, wherever you are, or whatever you're doing, I certainly want to thank you for taking this time to be with me. It seems like uh, in over the course of, of my life anyway, there has been uh, a period where in, in the 1950s, which seems to have been the peak of the so-called denominational era, denominational mainline churches for the most part have been shrinking since that time, during the 50s and uh, into the 60s, the, the thought about there being a big bad wolf was just about not there in, in most uh, Christian preaching. And then we came into the 70s and the 80s, where there was a revival of a focus on the Word of, the God, Word of God, which was marvelous, of course. But then it seems like the pendulum has swung to the point where the big bad wolf is big, and he's bad. I call it the big devil syndrome. What do I mean by that? Well, along with a lot of the teaching that came as a result of too little understanding that we have an enemy in the 50s and 60s, to lifting out of the Word of God a little bit more of the fullness of the victory that is in Christ Jesus over the powers of darkness, the pendulum kind of began to swing there in the last 20 years toward uh, a focus on the big bad wolf, on darkness on its power, uh, finding it behind every bush, if we'll say. And I just want to encourage you today that if you have been exposed to the big bad wolf, if that theory, philosophy, 
wrapped in Bible pages that some want to call theology, has impacted your life to where God, in a real practical way, has become small because a focus on the big bad wolf has become big, and now it's become bad. It's not good for you. You know, it doesn't take any faith to look and see that there must be many wolves, a big bad wolf. That's a reality. But the truth is that on the cross, the Lord Jesus Christ, for you and me, defeated the big bad wolf. Yes, indeed. We are, in Christ Jesus, victors over the enemy, the evil one. And in this case, the big bad wolf. So I want to encourage you today at the kitchen table that you ask God to help you give a new focus out of your heart through his amazing, enabling, and empowering grace to see Christ on the cross, to see him in the depths of hell defeating the big bad wolf and the Father himself raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand, causing you and I to be justified through faith in Jesus. In all practical ways, the big bad wolf, death, has been banished. Wow, well, why this resurgence in the big bad wolf? Well, one of the reasons is because we're not focusing on God's desire to transform us from within. Rather, we're trying to transform and manipulate and control the things externally to us. And when it fails, when we, quote, don't have enough faith, then we, we begin to focus as a scapegoat for not having the, quote, faith that's necessary, and we begin to allow the wolf to become overinflated. Yes, he, he's there, but for us in practical ways, he is defeated. If we don't open a door, if we don't give him a place, then he is defeated in our lives. The question isn't, how is your faith working? The question is, how is the faithful one that you're trusting, how is the one you've placed your hope in, how is he at work in your life? Are you seeing your character changed and transformed? Are you seeing his fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the person of the Spirit of Jesus Christ? Are you seeing him transforming you? Are you seeing the rock become greater under your feet? Or are the powers and principalities dancing over your head bigger than the foundation upon which you stand? Jesus Christ desires to show himself strong for you. The battle is the Lord's. The wolf is defeated. Get your eyes back on the one who defeated the wolf. Get your eyes back on the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. He's given you the measure of faith that you need. And as you place your faith and keep your focus upon him, his kingdom and his realm and his rule will grow in your life. And you won't have time to think about and to try to fight against a defeated enemy. Listen, once the wolf in the story went down the chimney into the fire, it was history. It was over. There's no need to focus on the wolf that's trying to come in down the chimney of your life. It's time to let the fire of the Holy Spirit from deep within 
within you. Boil up and let him cook those thoughts. Let your mind be transformed by him. And let that river of life flow through you as it transforms you, renews you, and flows out to others. So who is afraid about? Who is afraid of the big bad wolf? Well, unfortunately, many people. First, those who come from the old camp that didn't understand there is an enemy, and then those from the newer camp that have allowed too much focus upon the enemy, upon the wolf. Our focus is to be on the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone, and we see him in the word of God. We see what he has done, what he desires to do. And in Scripture, if you'll open the Bible, he'll show you what he desires to do today in you, to transform you and renew you, to bear his fruit in your life. And then he'll work through you. Don't focus on the fight. Focus on the Lord of the battle, the king of the victory. His name is Jesus. And I know you've heard all this before. But you've also heard a lot of other things. You've heard about the big bad wolf. Oh, I have good news for you today. He's defeated. And there are ways that he is defeated and has been defeated and will remain defeated. And we're going to look at that the next time we meet here at the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, hoping that you're encouraged this day, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, Remember that God loves you and desires to show himself strong on your behalf. Capitulate and say, yes, Lord, let your kingdom, let your rule come this day. God bless you. Good day.